everyone, welcome back to Hope for Today. Grab your coffee, your tea, hot chocolate, some hot apple cider, whatever feels good, and just sit back and relax. And we're gonna be talking to bit today about how you can have some hope for today. I'm so glad you're joining me. I want you to know that this is a safe place that you can come once a week. This is a place where you can study the Word of God. This is a place where there's no judgment. There's no, I feel stupid, I feel silly, I don't know these things. I don't know everything. All I know is what the Lord teaches me and guides me in and shares with me, and I like to share that with you. I am no better than you are, and I want you to feel that you can feel comfortable here. This is a, like I said, a safe place where you can feel comfortable and study and get to know the Word of God. We usually only do a verse at a time. Once in a while, we'll do a small passage. But I've been trying to do this year more and more, just a verse. Sometimes I find with myself, life is busy. Not excusing that you should really be in the Word, studying the Word of God, but sometimes life is just so busy. And it, you know, if I could just get a verse in for the day, and I have found for myself, sometimes a simple verse, one verse can be more powerful than a whole passage that I just can't, dissect and digest for the day because life is just crazy. You ever feel like that? So we're going to do, last week we did a passage that was a very familiar verse and I, I shared with you, how sometimes I like to get, you know, a little different verse, like a, I think you get tired of the same old verses, but sometimes the same pastor uses the same verse and you're like, and yet I have to say to myself, but Lynn, this is the word of God. You should never get tired of verses. So I have to remind myself of that once in a while. So today we're going to be in Psalm 46:10. Again, Psalm, Old Testament, chapter 46, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Now this is a verse that probably for the past few years, 10 years, this has been like a verse that just has meant a lot to me. And I think it's meant a lot to me in many different ways over those years. And we kind of ramble it, be still and know that I am God. You know, we can tend to just say it as if it's cliche, but there's so much in this verse. Be still. Hear that silence? Be still and know. God wants you to know without a shadow of a doubt. I want you to know that I am God. He's almighty. King of kings, Lord of lords, creator of the universe, creator of my soul, creator of every hair on my head, the way my wires are brained in my head, the creator of today, the creator of yesterday, the creator of the future, the creator of the heavens. This is the almighty God. We have no idea of the vastness of Jesus Christ. So my husband and I took a little trip and uh, my husband has some health issues and we decided we need to get away. And uh, we have three kids. And so our youngest is, is young adult now. But you know, if you're a parent, you know that if you have a few kids, they're a few years apart. And so the one gets old enough and then the next one, and you know, kind of, you know, depending on how many kids you have, there's not a whole lot of time for privacy, quiet time, private time, you know, just getting away. It, you're in the bathroom, they're pounding on the door. You're heading out to the store. Can we come for the ride? Or, you know, it. love love your kids, love everything about being married and having a family. But sometimes there's no quiet, there's no rest for the weary. 
And I love being busy. If you know me, you know I'm always on the go. I'm always doing. I always like to be busy, busy, busy. But I also know there needs to be time where I just sort of like, ooh, time out, Lynn. Slow it down. Grab a moment and enjoy it. Well, we decided to get away, and it was the first time in probably at least two decades, maybe longer, that we were alone, just me and my husband. No kids, no extended family, no nothing. And we drove, it was about five hours to where we were going, and we got out there. I think maybe part of the time we might have put a CD on in the car. That was it. We enjoyed the quiet. We talked a little. He took a nap while I drove. Then we get to the hotel and we checked in. We didn't turn the TV on. I don't think I even went on my phone other than to maybe send a text or check the weather. But it wasn't like this continuous, let's go on Facebook, let's go on YouTube, let's check emails, let's, let's, let's. We didn't do any of that. It was so quiet. It was so nice. And I remembered, you know, no dog barking, no kids asking for questions. No phones ringing, no TV going, no radio, no music, no nothing. And there was a quietness. And at the time, while I was in it, I wasn't realizing so much of that. Like I just knew we were enjoying ourselves. I was having a good time and, and I was enjoying being with my husband. And there were times we would chat and there were other times we would just sit quietly together, go for a drive through the countryside or do some shopping or whatever, you know, what you do when you go away. You know, there's something that they say that silence is bliss. And when on the way home, we were driving on the way home and I was driving and my husband was resting and I thought, I was thinking, you know, and I was like, wow, I could actually think while I was away. I was like, had a, had a moment I could think. And then I was thinking to myself, I actually could almost hear my own thoughts. And then I was thinking to myself, you know, I spent some time while we were away. I was praying for certain things. And I took my planner out and I wrote down things I was praying about. Wrote down things that I, you know, wanted to change or needed to address or whatever. And just all those thoughts were coming through on the way home, like a floodgate. Then we got home and we had to pick up the dog from the dog groomer. Guess what he was doing? Barking. He was happy to see us. Barking like crazy. We get in the house, he's still barking like crazy. He knocked over his dog treat bin and they all over the floor, like sounds in the house. Then the phone rang. And it was just like that you could hear the refrigerator, the noise of the refrigerator. And my husband turned the TV on and it was just like all of a sudden, I had a moment where I realized how quiet it was. I was visiting with a family member a few days later and I mentioned to them, they said, what did you enjoy most about your vacation? I said, it was the quiet. And their response to me was, well, it's always quiet in my house and I'm sick of the quiet. And it's so funny, like, you know, we're all at different stages and seasons in life. And this person, they're in a season of life, they've lost their spouse and their house is quiet. Their kids are grown. Their spouse isn't there and um, you know, life, the season that they're at, they're older and life is just quiet. My season is like in the hustle and bustle of just activity. I'm still working and I've got kids at home and a dog at home and a husband at home and life is crazy, busy, busy, busy. 
But I, and you know, it was kind of hard. Like I wanted to say to this person, enjoy that quiet. But if I were to put myself in their shoes, you know, I can't imagine the quiet that they're feeling is a different quiet. I had a type, I had a quiet time of refreshing quiet. It was a refreshing quiet. It's the best way I can say it. And you know, the verse in Psalm 46, 10 says to be still. We are such a busy people. You know, I don't know that I personally could handle living off the grid. I, I you know, sounds good in theory, but don't know if I could even do that like for a weekend, but it's probably would be a, a good, um, probably a good thing for all of us to live off the grid for a little bit. I don't know if I could do that. But to unplug your phone, unplug the TV, unplug the radio, no music, no even praise and worship, as great as praise and worship where the hymns are, just don't listen to any music. Don't listen to the TV. If you can get a, go in a closet if you have to, where you don't even have to hear the hum of the refrigerator and maybe take 20 minutes, 10 minutes and listen to the silence. Silence is loud. Silence can say a lot. You know, silence can be very noisy. And taking that time to be still, maybe close your eyes, maybe not, maybe just sit still and to know who God is. Take time to reflect on him as your savior. Last week we talked about rituals versus relationships. Do you really have a relationship with the Lord? Could you just sit for 10 minutes or 20 minutes and worship the Lord and thank him for who he is and thank him for what he's done for you and praise his name? Maybe lift your hand and just you know, honor the Lord, however you want to worship and honor him. I have found over the last year, I am not a uh, worshipful type personality. You know, I don't raise hands and sway a lot and clap a lot. It's just wasn't raised that way. And it's just not my personality. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just not something I do. But I have found there have been moments where I've had to not only, you know, raise hand like this or this, I had to get that hand up there. I had to praise the Lord and thank him for who he is and what he's done. And, oh, and just to sense his presence. Have you ever sat still and quiet long enough to sense the presence of God? There's not been many times in my life, but there was one within the last year. I, I will never forget it as long as I live. But I remember praying and I shared this on a podcast about a year ago and I looked up and it was as if there was just this shadow of something. And I felt like the Lord was just right there. And I said to my husband, I knew I could feel and sense the presence of God so strong in my life at that very moment. And there have been other times where in a very powerful way I could sense the presence of God. And I truly believe the Lord wants us to feel that way. You know, when, when you're dating and you know, or before you're dating and you see somebody and you're like, Oh, I hope he walks in the room. I hope he comes in the room. I hope I can like stand near him. And then when you're dating, you just want to be next to each other. You want to sense that his presence near you, you just, you're falling in love with him and you want to be with him. When you're in love with the Lord, 
You want to sense his presence. I want to know that he's present in my life. There are times where something will happen. My first reaction is panic. Throw everything out. I know that sensible out the window and just go, oh no, how am I going to deal with this? That's my human side speaking loud and clear. Then I need to take time to pray, to ask the Lord for wisdom, for guidance, and so on. We talked about Pop-Tart prayers and slow cooker prayers a few podcasts ago. Go back and check that out if you haven't. There are times we need, you know, you're drowning, you need to eat. Lord, I need help. Pop-Tart, right away, instant prayer. There's other times you need to pray and let it savor. And, you know, things that need to happen and that the ingredients need to come together. And, you know, slow cooker. It's got to be there for a while. It's got to get savory and so on. And the Lord's got to work in different aspects of your life to make it all happen and come together. Be still and know that I am God. Take time to be quiet. Take time to not talk. Take time away from all your gadgets and gizmos, all your technology, whatever keeps you busy. Maybe you're not on a tablet. Maybe you use pen and paper. Put it down. I don't even want you reading the Bible. I want you to be still and quiet and sit for 10, 20 minutes and just soak in the richness of the Lord speaking to you. Sitting in silence can make such a difference in your life. Taking the time to worship the Lord and to honor the Lord. And then take some time to listen like I said, when I was on vacation, it gave me time to hear my own thoughts. It gave me time to enjoy the quiet. But it gave me a lot of time to hear some of the things that God has been, I think, working on in the past year in my life that not necessarily that I didn't hear, but it was now time for me to hear it. And if I hadn't sat quietly, I probably never would have heard it. So I want to encourage you to do that. I want you to remember that there is hope for today. Thanks so much for coming over. Don't forget next week, same time, same place. We'll catch you on the next podcast. Bye.